वेलकम टू द सुपर क्वेश्चन क्लब अलाइनिंग बॉडी माइंड एंड सोल विद योग सूत्र ऑफ पतंजलि एटीन सूत्र चैप्टर टू प्रकाश क्रिया स्थितिशीलम भूतेन्द्रियात्मकम भोगापवर्गाथम दृश्यम दी एक्सपीरियंस्ड इज कंपोज ऑफ एलिमेंट्स एंड सेंस ऑर्गन्स इज ऑफ द नेचर ऑफ एल्यूमिनेशन एक्शन and inertia whose purpose is to provide both experiences and emancipation to the purush our soul patanjali here describes the ultimate metaphysical ingredients of the scene drishyam the manifest world and states its ultimate purpose for existing The phrase that ends this sutra offers an answer to a question that has intrigued humanity from time immemorial. What is the purpose of life? Our lives are played out on the material stage of the universe. Why should it be so? Why have we been put here? Are all the good and bad times, choices, accidents successes and failures in our lives leading us to a goal or is life a random series of events with our free will battling to create comfort security and joy from chaos for the yogi each and every event whether marvelous or difficult to bear is filled with meaning everything that happens is for the purpose of giving experiences to the purush our soul or more correctly the experiences are for the mind since the purush is by nature free all yoga theories and practices are for the sake of liberating the individual from the limitations of the ego and the obscuring power of ignorance the experiences mentioned in this sutra are learning experiences they are the spiritual lessons that help turn our attention to the self there are two main ways we learn from nature nature teaches us by exposing its limitations in this sense nature is like a playpen which limits the movement of the child while he plays with his toys sooner or later the child tires of the toys and the restriction of the playpen he turns to the only one who can help the one who put him there in the first place his mama he cries out loud and the mama drops whatever she is doing and rushes to the side of her baby likewise the transitory nature of worldly pleasures becomes tiresome sooner or later another way we can learn from nature is that god cannot help but leave fingerprints all over creation every aspect of nature reveals a bit of the creator's presence to a mind with a receptive contemplative disposition from observation of nature we can find examples of qualities such as strength patience 
caring, selflessness, order, and perseverance that eloquently speak to the existence of a divine intelligence. All of nature is at our service, ready, willing, and able to teach us the way to liberation. We will continue with this sutra tomorrow. The experienced is composed of elements and organs, is of the nature of illumination, action and inertia, and is for the purpose of experience and release of the experiencer. Swami Vivekananda has commented on this sutra as follows. The experienced, that is nature, is composed of elements and organs. The elements, gross and fine, which compose the whole of nature, and the organs of the senses, mind, etc. And all this is of the nature of illumination, action and inertia. These are what in Sanskrit are called Sattva, that is illumination, Rajas, that is action, and Tamas, that is darkness. Each is for the purpose of experience and release. These three gunas are always in a flux, as long as the world is manifest, and their nature is to assert themselves in various proportions and then ebb away, thus giving rise to ever-changing world of manifest forms. What is the purpose of the whole of nature? That the Purush or soul may gain experience. The Purush has, as it were, forgotten its mighty, godly nature. The Purush, when it identifies itself with nature, forgets that it is pure and infinite. The Purush does not live. It is life itself. It does not exist. It is existence itself. The soul does not know. It is knowledge itself. It is an entire mistake to say that the soul lives or knows or loves. Love and existence are not the qualities of the Purush, but its essence. They are not the qualities of the Purush, but the essence of this great Atma, this infinite being, without birth or death, who is established in his own glory. We were never bound by laws. Nature never had a bond for us. Bondage and freedom are in buddhi, and the Purush is merely a witness. That is what the yogi tells us. Have patience to learn it. And the yogi shows how, by junction with this nature and identifying itself with the mind and the world, the Purush thinks itself miserable. Then the yogi goes on to show that the way out is through experience. We have to get all this experience, but finish it quickly. 
we have placed ourselves in this net and will have to get out we have got ourselves caught in the trap and we will have to work out our freedom so get this experience of husbands and wives and friends and little loves and we'll get through them safely if we never forget what we really are never forget that this is only a momentary state and that we have to pass through it experience is one great teacher experiences of pleasure and pain but no they are only experiences and will all lead step by step to that state when all these things will become small and the purush will be so great that this whole universe will be as a drop in the ocean and will fall off by its own nothingness we have to go through these experiences but let us never forget the big picture although experience and liberation are concepts of intelligence they are attributed to the purush because the purush experiences their fruit just as the victory and defeat of soldiers are attributed to their chief even though he may only be witnessing the battle because he experiences the fruits of victory or defeat ultimately buddhi has to deconstruct itself therefore our shastras state no one is actually bound nor is anyone liberated from sansar only prakriti in its myriad forms transmigrates is bound and then freed